What is good, motherfuckers? This is the Be Cool Podcast. It is Halloween weekend, the 29th right now. It's a Friday night, not the Friday the 13th. I ain't scared of that Jason, Ovorhees, Crystal Lake, no Michael Myers, Nightmare on Elm Street. Well, back in the day, Freddie gave me a little finger. Well, Freddie did get fingered, but it was like that pepperoni pizza with little kids' faces as the meatball. That was a little odd. Turned out I became a big foodie. Liked to cook. Learned how to cook. Watching all my favorites from back in the day. We'll get into that. Well, probably already talked about it in previous episodes. We've talked about roasting vegetables. Did a little roasting of vegetables today. Finished off a little uh, Sunday chili that we had at Parking Lot Pete's down on Julie Drive-In last Sunday. little... Sunday fun day, football fun day. Bills had a bye week. Celtics are struggling right now, trying to find their identity. New head coach, got new personnel, players on the bench. Marcus Smart's trash. I've said this from the beginning. Great hustle, but hustle don't score buckets. Hustle just makes things chaotic on the court. So we'll talk about more of this to come. Like I said, it is Halloween week. Little uh, hiccup right there. Little burp, little gas. It is Halloween weekend. Hopefully, all of you are out there running around catching those little fishies and fishnet. Those little birdies flying by, trick or treating. Get that candy. Be safe. Check out two episodes ago. I did the Halloween rundown for you. How to get through one of the most uh, exciting holidays there is. You know, it's all about living life, enjoying what the good Lord brings you, if you believe in that kind of thing. You know, another mystery. We'll get into a little ghost stories here as we run down into the end of the podcast. The nuts and the bolts of it. I got a couple ghost stories for you. Not stories per se, but you'll be the judge of it. You know, I'm a big fan of uh, Champ, Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot. I watched a little show called Finding Bigfoot back in the day. And now I'm stuck in that goddamn Oak Island. I'm not scared about someone dying. I want to see the goddamn gold. I want to see the treasure. Where's the Ark of the Covenant? Where is that Holy Grail? Is it a chalice as in a cup? Or is it the bloodline of Jesus Christ himself? Did he really exist? That's the question. I feel like George... Nori going deep into a little West Coast, Coast to Coast radio. Check that out if you're into that spookily spookily shit. But anyway, the Celtics, like I said, struggling right now. Two and three, I believe. Um, Jalen Brown Brown dealing with a little COVID. He doesn't feel quite right after a game. Jason Tatum had this happen last year throughout the season. He didn't feel right until right around the end of the season. So, you know, it's a battle. It's a battle. I'm not worried about it. We got a new head coach. He's trying to put his uh, stamp on the team. It's, it's, uh, it is what it is. You know, any, any bad situation can become great through great struggle can come unbelievable results at the end of it 
You can cherish the struggles after you win a title because of all the ups and downs that you went through to grow and become one. Hopefully we'll see that. That's not happening with the Philadelphia 76ers, obviously, but this is team sports. You got to deal with a lot of uh, eccentric people. Not everybody's going to be friends. Not everybody has the same skill level. Some people believe they have more skill than they do. And obviously, coaching comes into play because they're the ones who allow the players to play the minutes that they do play while they're on the court and who plays with them at the same time they're on the court. Minutes, blah, blah, blah. Situational basketball can become a uh, foundation of a team depending on what situations you're put in. Either you're down by 50 every game or you're, you know, you go to double OT or overtime in your first five games a couple times. So we'll see how the Celtics go. Usually you don't tell how a a NBA season's going for a specific team until 20 games in. Some people's schedules are different. You know, you got Knicks fans all all excited because uh, they got a couple wins. But we'll see how the uh, halfway mark of the season is where where are we sitting at that you guys are gonna be 25 and 20 you're gonna be 20 and 30 how's it gonna work out you know it's an interesting situation with basketball because you have the play-in tournament so if you're not in the top five it can be a very uh disastrous situation could be a six seed but you know not find your way to uh the place that you're looking to be in So, with that being said, the Buffalo Bills, my Buffalo Bills, had a bye week last week. They're back at it this week. Can't wait to watch my Bills play. We're on a run for the Super Bowl. My Atlanta Braves, I know I haven't talked about the Atlanta Braves so much in the podcast. I don't watch baseball anymore, but they were my team back in the 90s, such as the Chicago Bulls, such as... Um, I was a Boston College Eagles fan, basketball, not football, college football. I got off of that uh, amateur sports long after I uh, graduated high school. So I had, to, I had to move on. I couldn't be. I, other things were taking up my time, such as that coochie, making music, making money, trying to get out of, uh, you know, places you know moving up in the places to live you know finally getting that staircase like i said having a studio in the uh in the condo blah 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 and that life's a, a merry-go-round there's a lot of ups and downs you're never gonna be too high for too long you're never gonna be too low for so much it all depends on really the person if you're comfortable in bad situations well you might have to linger in that for a while you might you might enjoy that. Maybe that allows maybe that makes you feel like you're living because you like you enjoy the struggle. But if you enjoy the struggle, you can't complain about it. It's okay to live in the struggle, but don't complain about it because there's a way out of the struggle. You just gotta strap on those boots, maybe those Timbo Hilfiger mishmashes that just came out. Maybe you like them Nikes, maybe you like them Jordans, Adidas. Maybe you like those Converse All-Stars. Maybe some Pumas. I don't know. what. Whatever people like, they like. I, I see a lot of people wearing Crocs these days. I don't know what, who the fuck's rocking Crocs, but I ain't wearing no fucking rubber all around my foot. I like to have that nice cushioning. I mean, maybe it does have the cushioning, but you know what I don't like? is like 
that garbage. I don't deal with garb like Crocs and Tevas. No thanks. I move. I like comfortable shit on my feet. I got very tender feet. Well, I make them tender because uh, you know I'm a superstar that way. I like to you know pamper myself in that way. Got some nice new slides today. Um, a nice velour velour on the um on the slide you know how wherever the logo is the one that wraps around the top of your foot usually if you get a nice material on the outside it doesn't become it's not underneath the same way it's usually that it can be a little irritating but nike came out with a beautiful slide and i mean it's velour on both sides. Very comfortable. Very sleek. I got that nice dark maroon. Let these motherfuckers know that even though Hugh Hefner may be it past, you know, we still chasing that ass still. So, can't wait to see the Bills play this Sunday. A lot of things are winding up because obviously drip season has come to a close or a head, as I should say, a little, you know. Little double entendre right there. Drip season has come to a head. And, um, you know, it's time to shut down a bunch of things. You can't play basketball outside. Can't no, no more golf. Golf is over for me now. I just finished my last round. Finished with a nice 103. Ended it pretty well. Got too comfortable in the last month and a half. Wasn't even looking at the ball on the tee box. Last Thursday played. Well, played yesterday. Had some great drives unbelievable stuff had a couple good putts but you know finished with a nice 103 had a 46 or a 47 on the back nine felt real good and uh, you know then went out to a little asian bistro had a couple drinks with the boys a little bit of uh chinese food sesame chicken some dumplings nice fried dumplings and a little pork fried rice and you get back home relax for the afternoon Take a load off, take a shower, drop a load off, watch some basketball, play a little 2K, finish off that, trying to finish off the second season of the My Career, so get that legend status going. Beautiful face scan this year. If you want to check that out, Reese45MC, Twitter, Instagram, at Reese45MC, that's Reese, the number 45MC, no spaces, no, no fucking slashes, no nothing, no hyphens. No underscores. Reach45MC. Twitter, Instagram. Don't forget those YouTube pages. Promomo Gaming. We're out there. A lot of good content out there. A couple music videos. A couple unboxings. Just trying to get things done. We got to do a lot more this winter. I got a bunch of shoes surrounding me right now. We got to unload. I'm trying to cop some new stuff. Got some nice Jordan 1 mids on a nice little cop this week. Get to flip those for an extra 70. You know, just paying off. You know, you're just paying for your movements throughout the week or the month. You know, you, you buy a pair of shoes. You sell it for $70, more, $70 extra. The flip. It pays for two meals. It pays for whatever. Maybe it pays for the cable bill. pays for the internet. Who knows what it pays for. But you keep on moving. That's how you make cash. That's how you stay above water. That's how you survive. I don't take, I ain't taking no kitties out for dinner. You know what I'm saying? When I say kitties, I'm talking about young children. I'm talking about the kitty cat. Not over a tree or a fence. We keep it moving. You got to keep it moving. If you're not moving, you're not doing nothing. 
you're usually resting and the heart rate's not at the same spot. Speaking of heart rate, Joe Biden, obviously on a tour right now. You know what the problem is? You know, I voted for these fucking people. This, and I shouldn't complain about it because I know they're all scumbag rats, politicians we're talking about. But, you know, you vote for these people. They have a, They have these agendas that they say they're going to pursue. And regardless of who's in office in the Senate or the House of Representatives, these motherfuckers, there's so much infighting. There's so much dirty little fingers. Just listen, man. The climate's fucked up. You got to do something about it. You got to do something about it. Climate change is real. It's not a hoax. It's not like some of the shit I'm about to talk about. But... Can we agree on some of this shit, folks? You know, you got that damn Alec Baldwin. He's on a movie set. He's given a gun that's supposed to be a prop. It fires and kills a person. And now there's a whole story about this. I mean, it's been going on for two weeks. And nothing. Fox News just, just, just continues to talk about it because Alec Baldwin was a proponent against Donald Trump. But so Fox News has to take this tragedy and other people all these pundits are taking this tragedy and making it out to be about gun laws and all this kind of shit and they're like alec baldwin's the one to be like he loaded the fucking gun he didn't make the gun he didn't give the gun to himself he was given the gun he's on a movie set a fake set and a real person died this is what what is the argument here what there's only one story now it's become like i said last week how these people are making money off of and getting views and and being in the limelight because they're reporting on someone else reporting about something else it's fucking ridiculous it's a joke it's laughable if people get caught up into this too long it's like the tiktok dancers right tiktok dancers if you're follow, if you're on TikTok and you're following people who dance and they're not doing like they're it's not a girl twerking with half a rash showing, you're missing you're missing something because those TikTok dancers aren't dancing. Those are talentless scumbags who have nothing else better to do. Who have no rhythm, first of all. These aren't professional dancers. These are just people moving their arms because they have no rhythm. They have no talent. All they do is move their arms, do a couple skips to the left and the right. And some motherfuckers watching this 85 fucking million times or 800 million times. If you're stuck in your head watching this, it's because you have ADD, which is not nothing against ADD. But you have nothing better to do but click on your phone every 5 seconds to see what the fuck's going on. Well, that's not what's going on. That's what someone's doing to make money off of you. They're using you to get themselves ahead. Just saying, just giving you the reality of it. I'm out here doing a podcast, my own thoughts, my own ideas, my own stories, my own life. And I can't even touch or scratch at the scraps that these people leave behind. So let's uh, let's dive into that a little bit. Support. Leave the reviews. The five-star reviews always help. Leave any kind of question, comments you want to the podcast. We are happy. Happy. We are urging you to do so. Because we love to communicate with our loyal 
loyal day one and current listeners, if you're just hearing this today for the first time, thank you for coming. Love it. Love and enjoy it. So hopefully you come back next week because it is the holiday season. Holiday season is kicked up. You know, people, like I said last week, they have all their goddamn skeletons. They got the hot, they got their, uh, God damn, what are those fucking pumpkins? They're all carved out. The candles, maybe the lights. You got the ghosts. You got the witches, the Frankensteins. You got, and, and hopefully, hopefully everyone's safe this holiday season. You don't get any fentanyl in your Snickers bars. You know, you don't want any of that. No powder on your big league chew. Stay safe out there, motherfuckers. Stay fucking safe. There's a lot of rats out there who are willing to do a lot. We've seen that with Dirty Laundry. Gabby Petito, horrible story. People go missing every day. Children are abused every day. There's a lot of bad shit that happens every day. Let's not just focus on one of them. We talk about all of them. Let's talk about everybody as a whole. We got a lot of problems in this world, let alone this country. So you got to focus on that sometimes. You can't just be out here, you know, getting on a surfboard, going to Mars, Slapping a couple broads on the ass and calling it an afternoon. Ordering some Domino's pizza, eating some uh, twists, Getting a fucking uh, latte, mocha latte with a couple swirls, a couple pumps at your Starbucks. Closed on Sunday. Fuck you. I mean, not fuck you to Starbucks. Starbucks. I do. I, I would like a burger right now, but I have to wait to finish the podcast to eat my burger. Starbucks, I'm saying not fuck you to Starbucks. I don't I don't mind a little iced coffee, espresso style. Americano, I think. I don't order it, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to parking lot Pete. With that being said, holiday season. I love the holidays. I get to see people, spend time with people, get to see them relax. Sometimes sometimes most times it's it's happy. A lot of joy. Joy to the world. And I like the early Christmas songs. I don't mind Christmas. I love Christmas. I like the new year. Who's scared of the Christmas song? Why do people... Why... If it's... It's not even Halloween, but... You know what I'm saying? Why are you mad that Christmas songs are playing? There's some great Christmas songs out there. Good artists like Bing Crosby, Nat King Cole... You ever heard Frank Sinatra do a little bit? I'm not talking about this Kelly Clarkson shit or this Mariah Carey shit. Every fucking year we got an album coming out. I don't care about that. I'm talking good artists from back in the day just singing that motherfucking thing. Letting that Yuletide flow. That National Lampoon Christmas Vacation. Dip that fucking uh, moose, that moose knuckle into that... uh, God damn juice. That special eggnog with the cinnamon on top. With that good, good vodka or rum, whatever you like. I ain't drinking none of that. Uh, what's that shit? Oh, man. Oh, man. Starts with an S. Fuck. Southern Comfort? None of that. I'll never drink Southern Comfort again. I don't care what you do. You can make the best cocktail with that. I'll never. That's, that's the worst spiciest rum I've ever had in my life. Just garbage trash. If it comes for $10 in a bottle, I don't want it. I don't want it. Unless it's a bottle of wine. A nice little Pinot Grigio. A nice cab. A Malbec, maybe. I like a lot of things. 
I don't like Southern Comfort. Fuck that shit. If you drink Southern Comfort, go do yourself a favor. Go get some Hennessy. Go get something real nice. Take a sip of that and enjoy yourself. Maybe you uh, never had any mezcal, a nice aged smoked mezcal. Do yourself a treat. If you don't like that, you don't have the right palate to be doing anything proper. Get out there and experiment. If you're at a Chinese restaurant, don't order a fucking mojito. I get a mojito yesterday. It tastes like they got McGillicuddy's in there. To give it the mint flavor. I didn't see any mint. I didn't hear any muddling. I didn't see a mortar and pestle. You know what I'm saying? A little information for you motherfuckers who don't know. I'm a connoisseur in these things. I love good food. I love a good drink, cocktail made properly. Only one or two places I've ever been in my life that can do it properly. A nice cocktail. Or a nice pour of a Guinness. A nice little uh, clover leaf. As it were. So, get out there. Get your shopping done early, I heard. Because, you know, we've had that pandemic now for about two years. So, now the supply chain is getting backed up. Boats are floating in San Francisco Bay. Boats are floating all over the place. They can't get in the port, in the dock. If This ain't like The Wire Season 2. You know, we got some problems out here. We're not missing container cars. We're missing containers. You know what I'm saying? We're missing the dock. Nothing's on the dock. What up, dock? So, if you can, get your shopping done early. You know, supply chain's going to be an issue with some things. I'm still waiting on a pair of sneakers from July that I ordered. We're custom-made Nike Dunks. But... The materials obviously haven't gotten to where they need to get to. And I'm asking Phil Knight out in Oregon, what the fuck's going on, man? I got $150 invested here. I got eBay sales. I got to get through. So, you know, send daddy my fucking shoes so I can get on to the next one. On to the next one. On to the next one. Holiday season. Love the Christmas. Love the holiday cheer. Those ugly sweater parties. The booze swaps. And like I said, the music's even even better. I, you know, trail that holiday season, that Christmas joy into the new year. You got the New Year's party, New Year's Eve, rocking, rocking around the Christmas tree. So just just do it right, do it big, do it good. You can hang out with people this year, so I mean, it shouldn't be a problem. It shouldn't be a problem. Do everything good, do it smart, do it safe, be happy. Don't worry. And enjoy the sports season. You got the college football. The championships will come New Year's Day that week. You got the All-Star Weekend at the NBA in February. Obviously the World Series. Like I said, the Braves are playing right now. It's a 1-1 series. They got a game tonight. I believe. I got some Rocket League to play with the Locksmith. Hopefully the audio's proper. Motherfuckers out here fucking with me. So let's get into the ghost stories, finish off the podcast. My ghost stories are just events that happened to me. I got two major ones that I do remember pretty clearly. So at the youngest, 
I used to live in Colchester, but this is before third grade. I can't tell you what age I was at this point, but I lived, I slept in a bunk bed. My sister's nine years older than me. And I just remember the dreams I would have at this place in Colchester. And I was told later on some information. So I do remember these dreams I would have. The first one was that this this something, something or someone would come get me, but they would be able to float. I'm getting, see, I'm starting to get the chills right now just even thinking about it. So I'd be sleeping and this thing would come and get me and we would float. Uh, like my parents and my sister would be watching TV and I'd be sleeping. You know, I'd go to bed first. I'd, they'd put me to bed. I'd have to go to bed early. Now my bed, my bedroom, if I sat up, if I sat up straight in my bed, I would be able to look directly into my parents' bedroom, their doorway. Now they didn't have a door. They had like this uh, thin kind of, uh, it's almost like, you know how nylon panties are, nylon, not panties. Well, I guess anything nylon is going to be kind of see-through. It was like the, a fabric that was kind of see-through and right through the doorway, straight through the doorway, there was a window also. So if I just sat up in my bed, I could see their doorway, the little, the material, whatever, curtain, you could call it a curtain that led into their door, that led into the bedroom. And then there's a window that's directly the same size, well, you know, half the size of the door, but the same width. So you could see moonlight shining through if there were moonlight. So next, the living room was right outside of my bedroom. There was no door. It was just a big opening, kind of like how you have a open kitchen. You know, you'd have a, you might have a half a wall or a quarter of a wall, but you can go into the kitchen. There's a little, a little jib right there. So my bed was on a wall, but at the edge of the bed, like where my feet would be, about a foot past that towards my parents' bedroom, there was that the big opening. You could see the big, all the light come through and the TV, you know, shine, you know, change colors on the, uh, against the opposite wall where my left side of my body would be. So I remember this thing. I can't really tell you what it was because I don't have any vivid like recollection of what this what it was i couldn't tell you if it was like a a shape of anything or a, any features but i do remember it was that something would come and get me and i'd be now i'd be able to float so we'd be able to float above my parents and my sister or whoever was there and then we'd, we would just float out wasn't anything scary. It was just something that would happen. Like I'd be able to float and see what was going on. And nothing. I mean, I don't remember anything other than that. It was just a weird dream I would have. And I do remember having it. I want to say I did have it multiple times. This dream. Don't know what it was. Don't know what the purpose was. I don't have any memory of anything other than myself being able to float and see like float above my parents or whoever was in the living room without them seeing me and I was with some some kind of 
something, some kind of mass of something. Very interesting. Remember it to this day. Don't really have any clue what it was. Never really dived into it. Don't want to dive into it. But another thing, which was similar and this is why I wanted to explain how the setup was in my bed on my top bunk. Well, what visually I could see because the second one. Fucking A, man. This fucking gnat. I can't get this gnat. It's just a fucking gnat out here. It never stops. Anyway, so the second one is I'd sit up in my bed and through the whatever whatever that goddamn material thing, I could see a figure with one of those hats. Like, uh, you know, like Freddy's hat, how it had flat brim, went all the way around, but it was just a just a shadow figure. Like you could see it between... The curtain and the window, because, I mean, that's where I could see it. It wasn't, like, towards me. It was just in that, it looked like it was in the room. I do remember sitting up and seeing that a few times. Now the hair on my arms is standing up. I got it on the back of my arms. I got it on my arms, on my biceps right now, on my legs. Just spooky stuff. It's probably just remnants in my body of the feeling I had when I did see it. Don't usually, uh, I don't, I mean, I haven't seen that stuff since then. I do remember when my graduation from South Burlington High School had some people over, my parents, friends, and, you know, some family members. And my mom was telling the story how there was an ancient Indian burial ground somewhere behind the house. I don't know if this is a true thing. I never went into it. I never, and I was just like, oh, so that's why I had those weird experiences as a kid. I do remember making that comment, but never went further into it, never looked into it. I might have to do a little Googling of that tomorrow while it's daylight just to be safe. But I remember playing in the back. We used to sled down the hill that was behind the the house then, and um we, I used to do, we, me and my friends in the, well, not a neighborhood, but who lived around that area, we would, you know, go out and hang out, explore, do some weird shit, you know, play around in the brook that was down at the bottom and, you know, never, never saw anything spooky there, but it was just, uh, these, these instances that happened, I believe when I was dreaming, which, you know, a lot of kids I hear through a lot of the podcasts true crime podcasts I listen to that they do have these these you know these kind of weird dreams of these kind of things happening sometimes they are uh, a manifestation of something that is happening you know like someone is maybe at their window you know and eventually that there's a kidnapping or something like that but never had that happen never anything uh nothing to that that extent so there is another little tiny thing that i do remember was another dream that i had i just thought of this now don't i, I mean I, it's only halloween so i might as well tell a couple couple ghost stories you know my ghost stories anyway so i do remember a dream where i would be with my dad and something we he would take me to this old lady's house and 
I get, I think he was, there was a friend, maybe there wasn't a friend there, but anyway, there was an old lady there and something happened. He got a phone call or something happened and he had to go. And he was like, oh, you can just stay here, blah, blah, blah. So I'm with the old lady and nothing, nothing weird's happening. But she said, after my dad leaves, she says to me, oh, do it, do whatever you want, but just don't go upstairs. Don't ever go upstairs. And I was like, okay, well, I'm a kid. So I go upstairs. So I go upstairs and I see there's this bedroom and I, there's a, like a, what do you call that thing? You know, like a baby, oh man, what is that? <laughs> man, I can't, I don't even know what you call it. It's like the, it's like a baby thing. You know, you put the baby in it. It's not the bed, it's not the bed, but it's like a, you know, the crib. Like a baby crib, you know, big box. I guess I don't know what to tell you. It's something like that. You know, it usually has a f the netting around it, folds out, put the baby in it because the baby can't climb out of it. So I look inside of this thing, and there's like these weird deformed things, and uh, they wake up, and all of a sudden they're chasing me. And at some point, I'm able now I'm able to float again. So I'm up in the I'm like in the stairs. I'm above the stairs. Like, you know how some staircases have, uh, they slant. They have the slant, obviously, that goes, the grade goes with the staircase, the ceiling above it. And then it goes straight up. Then you get that 90 degree straight up and it flattens out. I'm in that. Somehow I'm able to float and I'm just in that little corner where these little fucking creatures are trying to get at me. Like I said, something about this age, I don't know what it was, something about this area, maybe this house, I don't know what it was. I can't explain it. Like I said, I never went into any kind of research about anything that happened or was there before I was there. I just know of one little information that could be true or couldn't be true or may not be true that my mother told some people while at my graduation from high school in 1998 so never went never cared to, to look into it didn't i mean never had a problem with that so since then haven't seen a ghost haven't seen um a ufo haven't seen the haven't seen champ bigfoot rarely see deer never seen well i've seen a bear definitely seen a bear um uh, nothing nothing crazy just it might be something about that age something about the place i mean that was a some weird shit was going on there that's for, that is for sure i just don't have any kind of uh evidence to go along with what may have caused these occurrences to happen i just have the a somewhat of a memory of what what I was dreaming about some of these you know dreams that I was having so take that as take it as however you want never bothered me to uh, this day since then like I said moved to South Burlington at third grade end of third grade and you know haven't looked back since so no need to uh, harp on it not really worried about it absolutely absolutely not worried about it don't even think about it but i figured since it was the hall halloween weekend i might have to throw a couple juice boxes at you motherfuckers just to let you know if you have any if you had any kind of weird things happen you know in your dreams as a kid 
you know, maybe you can connect a little bit on some level. I understand, you know, we all we all have uh, imaginations. They can run wild. Some of those imaginations, though, can be laid in truth. And a lot of uh, parents need to take a look at those kind of things because there could be, you know, some troubling uh, events that are happening in your kid's life. And you want to you definitely want to take a look at that because um, you don't want trauma to take hold of a child that will pro prolong their their growth into adulthood you want to get to those uh disgusting you know possible possibilities before they you know manifest themselves so take a look at that if you got kids make sure you're listening to them don't deflect anything that they're telling you listen to them obviously i'm not a I'm not a parent, nor do I claim to be, but I have listened and heard many, many troubling stories where no one believes you and life takes hold and you look back and you're just a uh, struggling adult who can't get out of a, a reality that could have been, may have been stop that before reaching you know cataclysmic events a little shout out to all the people struggling out there you know it's this is halloween obviously we're talking about fun some we talk about you know we're joking around we're having fun but there is some true shit that's happening out there that we always talk about this on the podcast yeah we can laugh and joke even the serious shit you're going to laugh and joke about. Just like the Dave Chappelle situation. You know what I'm saying? People are still jerked off about that thing. I'm glad Dave came out and, you know, ratted back at these motherfuckers. Don't be, don't be butthurt on what's happening. There's some real shit happening out here. And if you don't care about the real shit that's happening, don't worry about this fake ass shit. So, that being said, I got to get out of here. I was happy to drop a couple ghost stories. Not even not stories, just weird experiences. Hope you enjoyed them. Leave me some comments. Let me know how it is for you. What you doing this holiday, uh, Halloween weekend. You getting down and dirty. You got your girl dressing up like a cop. You know, you're going to slap her around. Not, I mean, slap her around. I say, you know, with all all parties involved. You know, you want those. Make sure she signs that NDA if needs be but you want to have that paperwork so there's no miscommunication later on down the line peace and love to everybody out there do it safe enjoy the candy stay away from that fentanyl don't be afraid of the edibles if they're if they're legit do it up right i'm gonna go eat a hamburger play some rocket league well triple bacon cheeseburger but you know you know how we do it out here we're not scared of the food you get it you can't get big if you don't eat you gotta get ready for cuffing season it is upon us stay safe out there motherfuckers like i said love everybody do it right and you know just because you disagree on some things it's okay to listen to different views and points of view and shit like that but just don't hate motherfuckers for it you know what i'm saying as long as it's based in reality and truth and you're not trying to harm a motherfucker you can have viable conversations and disagreements with people but respect's always got to be there with that being said be cool motherfuckers